All right, good morning. Just a, a reminder that Conduit is a tribe of, as we were talking about, a battle. This is a group of leaders, owners that are warriors, um, our friends, men and women, that um, th on this call, as we all know, we're following Jesus and we're looking that we're recognizing that we're in a daily battle. I mean, today, as Justin and I were just talking, today is a battle. And we're calling on the Lord to speak through Justin this morning, which I'll launch us in prayer in a second to encourage us and equip us. And um, let me go ahead and launch. Jesus, good morning. Thank you for today, Tuesday. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to um, learn more about you today, to serve you. I thank you for Justin and his uh, courage this morning to um, speak to us. And I just ask the Holy Spirit that you would speak directly through Justin to us, to equip us for today, um, to be um, warriors, to love people well and to serve people well uh, today. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Justin, good morning. Morning, Jerry. Uh, morning, guys. I have been inspired by many of you and your faith and your willingness just to pour your heart out here. Uh, frankly, overwhelmed and intimidated by the men of faith that <laughs> Jerry, you have around you. It is very inspiring. Uh, so thank you, Jerry. I always uh, take heart when someone does ministry uh, and they're not getting paid for it. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, Jerry, I feel like I've told you this, but I want to say this publicly. You're acting as a city elder in the truest sense of the word. Uh, you're doing it out of your call for Jesus and not for a paycheck. And so anyways, thank you, Jerry. Thank you, other guys. Thank you for being a blessing. I know my own life has been uh, one of utter redemption from thinking Animal House was a documentary in college <laughs> and drinking and partying. Uh, and two, I found the Lord in 2002 where I got baptized and gave up drinking for 10 years. Uh, where God started to do a good work in my heart. I also got married then and actually went on staff at Crossroads for about seven years uh, where I was really discipled about following Christ. Mm -hmm. And then like many of you guys have been doing this, I'm a newbie in a sense about you know, seven, eight years ago, I left Crossroads to start a family business, uh, remodeling homes and renting them out. Mm -hmm. And now I'm uh, a father of six children by five different moms. Uh, and that's really basically by adoption not that I've been uh, that promiscuous, but uh, so we've got a full house that looks like the United Nations. And uh, over the years, God has taught me a tremendous amount. And uh, when I'm thinking about processing through this crisis, I realize there's such a tendency of me to want to benchmark myself of being a real Christian. Ooh. And I think about our, you know, what does a real Christian do and how do I respond and all these kind of things. And I know I have such a desire to benchmark myself. Like we've got like 28 chickens in our backyard. And anytime you introduce a new chicken to the flock, they quickly put them in the pecking order and you just watch it happen. They all benchmark each other where they stand in this thing. <laughs> And it's just, I think, a human nature thing. I watched my <clears throat> four-year-old son. I was teaching him how to use a nail gun. And the first time he fired it, his response was, ah, John Daniel, his younger brother, three-year-old brother, he goes, he can't do that. I can. He was like just benchmarking himself, <laughs> saying, I can do something he can't. And, I, and also my son, who's 14, with a, one big snowstorm we had there, all the kids were out playing and sledding and whatnot. And came in and he said, you know, 
I stayed out the longest. You know, he's <laughs> comparing himself to his sisters. He's just benchmarking himself. And then I think of my own life. When I got married or was doing the pre-marriage thing, I was like, I'm going to do this the Christian way. I'm going to do this the good way. These other people didn't do these things. I was sort of benchmarking myself going, yeah, I can do this thing. <clears throat> and God humbled me. And I was almost divorced about a year and a half into my marriage. And by God's grace, we're doing great today. Uh, and then I, you know, I, I'm a slow learner. So I did it again when I started having kids. I'm like, I'm going to do this the Christian way, the real way, the good way. I'm going to bench my myself against these other people and I you know and time and time again God has just humbled me mm. uh, and anytime I'm in this benchmark pride thing and I feel this tendency right now about like what does it mean to be a real Christian I'm not going to be scared or I'm going to be loving I'm going to do these things and that, that really the right response but I know there's such in my heart to want to benchmark myself against other people. And it's one of the reasons why I had to give up Facebook. I would just, I couldn't be on there and not benchmark myself. <laughs> I'm better or worse than these guys, you know? I had to find myself in the pecking order. And, uh, and I know, like with Peter's heart, right? When, you know, we're in the Easter season and Peter's heart, right? When Jesus was telling him all these things that were gonna happen, he was like, Jesus, I will never leave you. Everyone else, he was benchmarking himself. Everyone else may forsake you, but not me. I won't leave you. And Jesus looks at him and he's like, you're not going to even make it through the night, you know? And of course, we know the story. He falters three times that night. He can't even hold the, the candle to the flame of his kind of bravado benchmarking of what he was going to say. And I've come to this place where I think that's really me. And Jeremiah 17.9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things. Who can know it? The heart is deceitful above all things. Who can know it? And I'm finding myself with some maturity coming into this crisis going, I don't know how I'm going to respond. Right now, I've got some money in the bank. I've got food on my table. I, you know, I, I, I haven't really suffered. I don't, I'm not going to make any big proclamations about how good I am or how much of a Christian I am. Every time I make these proclamations, I just fall on my face. Uh, and I, I find myself praying differently. Uh, and in a sense that there's such a dependency on the Lord. And in Psalm 132, it says, for your servant David's sake, do not turn your face of your anointed from me. Or Psalm 27, 9, it says, do not hide your face from me. There's a sense for me that I, if God's face turns away from me, his presence, you know, it was, it was a, a picture of God just saying, if, you know, there's such a cry of, of the heart of the psalm saying, please don't turn your face from me. If you do, my heart is deceitful above all. There's not, not an ounce of good that will come out of me. Uh, and these tend to be the cries of my heart. And it's even in the, in the New Testament in 1 Corinthians 2.10. It says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. And I, I like that word revealed. Uh, because what it does is it puts me in a place where I, I can't take credit. If it was revealed to me, if I have faith through a trial, or if I have resources through a trial, or I'm able to give through this trial, or whatever 
we are all experiencing. It's been revealed through the Spirit. Or in the Old Testament way of saying, it's like, don't, God, don't turn your face from me. If you do, I'm, I'm done. I'm just done. Not a single thing that I can do. And I find uh, the pattern of my life has been, I'm going to make a bunch of bravado, prideful statements about how good I am or how much knowledge I have. And then God flattens me like a pancake because he loves me, <laughs> humbles me. And I say, oh, I'm back on my knees crying out to the Lord. There's such an architecture of, of the way he's done life. We would, I would credit my own business strategies, you know, these economic crises didn't come in. I wouldn't fall on my knees. I wish I would say I would, but I wouldn't. He has designed life, designed the life here that we were going to constantly fall on our knees for him, crying out, saying, please don't turn your face from me, Lord. I need you. I'm desperate for you to not turn your face from me. Do not hide your face from me, Lord. I need you. My heart is a mess. And so as I'm one of the postures I'm walking through this crisis with, is, man, I don't know how I'm going to respond. I haven't really fully been tested. There's a humility saying, Lord, please just don't turn your face. Uh, I need your presence. Uh, and so I think, Jerry, that's been one of the, the cries of my heart through this time here. Uh, I just, uh, I know my tendency to take credit and then fall on my face. That's good. That's, a, yeah. that's really good. That's a great yeah. word. Yeah. 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 So that's, uh, yeah, I know it's been a big, a big journey and one night, you know, any false bravado that I have figured this out will only lead to another fall on my face. You know, I think it's a constant posture for me. It's one of the things we, I love about the Lord's prayer. It says today, give me your daily bread today. Give me your supernatural bread. Like I, you know, yesterday, <laughs> It's was, you know, yesterday was great, but today I actually need to be dependent on you again. Uh, and it's obviously we need to eat today. But there's such a deeper meaning to that of like today, I need you, your daily bread today. So good. I need your face turned towards me today. That needs to be the cry of my heart. I cannot rest on my own laurels, my own goodness, my own faith, whatever it might be. I just cannot rest on those things. That's good. <clears throat> a great word. I appreciate you, Justin. That's really, really challenging for me this morning, really convicting. It's really encouraging and convicting uh, for me this morning. That's good. Um, do you want to, uh, you want to pray us out? And um, I got I want to give you guys a couple other um, pieces. Yesterday, Steve Wenstrup was talking about, um, I, I was challenged by Steve yesterday to say, ask for people to pray for you. Mm. And so Jeff Barber, who works with me, and I've been friends for 30 years, he's on this call this morning. And Jeff said, hey, make sure you tell everybody tomorrow morning that I will personally, he's, he's doing a healthy at home uh, lock-in. And he said, I've got time and I've got interest and I, I want to pray for people. And so one of the things that we find about leaders is that they are reluctant to ask. They're used to doing. And, um, and so I'm going to encourage uh, folks on this call and um, those in our tribe to say, Hey, please ask for, it would be an honor to pray um, for each of you in, excuse me, your situations. So uh, I'll do, I'll follow that up with some, 
with some text messages afterwards. Um, and then um, before you pray us out, I will also say that I'm, and I appreciate your kind words earlier, my thumb getting sore from sending. Uh, right now there's 115 on this distribution list. So I'm working on with some technology. Some of you guys have been asked to opt in to 555-8888 and just text the word conduit Jesus. And that creates one distribution list that I can put, I can prep these calls and uh, just do a, uh, um, just do a little one blast. So I'll, I'll follow up after this call with that as well, Justin. Yeah. Uh, and I just uh, thank you for um, your willingness this morning. Uh, so many, I'm, I'm asking everybody to jump in and lead one of these and they're all different and um, they've all been good. There's always nuggets and you've been, um, you've provided some good nuggets this morning. So I thank you, Justin, for allow, allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through you to us this morning. <laughs> Uh, you're a newer friend to me, but I've, I've really um, come to admire you and love you. So I, I really very much appreciate you. Yes. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. And please, guys, do not take advantage of Jerry's faith and things. So honor these requests to get on, make his life easier. Bless him. It says, bless your double, your city elders. They're worth a double honor. So please bless Jerry. This is a lonely, lonely call to do ministry, especially when you don't get paid for it. Thank you, Justin. You want to pray us out? I sure will. I'm going to read some of Psalm uh, 27 for us. And now my head shall be lifted above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me or forsake me of God of my salvation. Mm. When my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name. Amen. Amen. Have a fantastic Tuesday.